action. This this is the self-isolation special of your average critics. We tried recording a few minutes ago. It doesn't work. Now it's working. Um, that was our cold open about the NHS. Now, Obi had a question. Well, no. I could just edit the first bit. <laughs> just start again. Just start again. Just I'll edit it from where you start. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined by Obi and Chris. This is the self-isolation special uh, for <laughs> the foreseeable future. Um, yes. Fair, so, okay. yeah. I was going to say, we we pretty much always do these pods self-isolated, so there's <laughs> not made much difference. For That's true. The only difference is there aren't any new cinematic releases. So... All cinemas have closed. Everything has been postponed. Uh, New Mutants, again. Uh, will we ever see that film? I don't know. Um, I think even if it's released, it'll probably not do very well because everyone will be like, oh, actually, it's shit. <laughs> Quickly, though, um, are there any films you guys have gutted that have been pushed back or you're not that bothered? I'm not that bothered because, essentially, when everything's reopened it's just going to be like big film after big film but is it yes no i don't know um i feel like they're going to be thinking maybe oh, go on, clash go with each other sorry karen i'm sorry well i was thinking the films that are coming out i reckon a lot of the films that are coming out next year are supposed to be shooting now so then they'll get pushed back to the year after that if that makes sense yeah. that's a that's a fair point yeah i think yeah because they i mean for some reason they push back fast nine by 12 months and yeah. Morbius as well and things like that. So well, I heard there's gonna I heard they're gonna do a Hobbs and Shaw too. Oh, oh allow it. God. Uh, yeah, literally. The thing is I don't know whether studios do you reckon studios can have enough money to kind of survive this? Good question. I mean I, well I think Disney would all but you know ones like um like your Sony's for example, where you've got like um, where they, I would say they spend quite a lot of money on films where they don't necessarily make all that money back, like Venom aside, like that sort of thing. I think yeah. they'll struggle. Films, ones like, um, what's that small one? Yeah. Uh, that's an offshoot, A24, and films like that, that are small studios where the budget's not that big, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, because they make like tons of profit, like yeah. proportionally. I yeah. think. If anything, the the one the kind of films that are going to suffer are going to be like your middle, right your middle budget films. Like mm. I don't know whether they're necessarily studio films or independent or what, but like you know, Sony are going to think, okay, well we've got James Bond, we've got Morbius, we need these films to make hundreds of millions of dollars, and if they don't, then they're not going to then invest that money in like a thirty million dollar comedy or so. I don't know. Like that's just me thinking out loud or. Mm maybe like a bit more of a a gamble i think in the short term those sorts of films might suffer i don't know and the same with tv actually i just said in the short term i think in the short term i think those those sorts of medium films are going to suffer but um yeah i mean Mm. i don't know if it'll affect tv as well because obviously you know i mean one of the main reasons i bought disney plus was to watch the MCU shows, you know, WandaVision and uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon and things like that. But they're obviously, you know, shut down production. I don't know how far along they have got. Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating because 
the chances of those things being released on Disney Plus this year is slim. And uh, I reckon. Well, I think so. I mean, depending on how far along they were, but wasn't um, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon, and that was supposed to be back end of this year anyway. So if their production has already halted, then however long the the, the lockdown is, that's probably at least the, the amount of time it's going to be delayed by. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Which I think Disney Plus, you know, I don't, I know they won't, but you know, they should sort of be like, hey, we'll give you six months free next year because our, most of the new stuff is not going to get on there. Mm. You know, like, and I think Netflix and things like that might be the same as well because obviously they, like, Netflix seem to release new things all the time, but at some point, things aren't, you know, they're not going to be able to release anything because nothing's being produced. You reckon they're, obviously, despite the, um, them probably not being able to bring out a lot more stuff compared to what they would have thought. Do you reckon their subscriptions have gone up like tenfold? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I think this, came, this, came, this came perfect for Disney. What's that? Sorry. Yeah. You sure? We sure Disney don't have a hand in this? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it was it was literally like the day it was released, wasn't it? <laughs> Boris was yeah. like lockdown. Um, Disney perfect. <laughs> Yeah, but then um, I guess like you know Disney still probably have quite a lot of Fox products that they haven't put onto Disney Plus. Um, yeah, there doesn't know, seem. Sorry, can I quickly say? Did you guys yeah. notice that um, X Men First Class? No, yeah, X Men First Class isn't on there. Yeah, I think. Well, I think. But Days of Future Past is. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are there are some strange. Um, you know, I, noticed, Hulk, I noticed Hulk wasn't on there, but I, I had no. a feeling that Hulk was done with another... Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, like, the Spider-Man films aren't on there. That's true. Um, and also, I think the first Fantastic Four's not on there, is that right? Uh, the Silver Surfer is. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, strange. I don't know why, but... um. Yeah, there must be, because there doesn't seem to be that many Fox products on there at the moment. Um, mm. And I sort of thought it might have even had its own section. Mm. You well, know, because, well, because obviously, like, a lot of audiences are going to know products, you know, Fox as, you know, um, as a brand. So they've got, what have they got? Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic. They might as well just have Fox, because rather than pretending it's been produced by Disney, which it hasn't. They might as well just have a Fox section, put Simpsons, put whatever else is, you know, mild enough to go on Disney Plus. My hope was that um it is the thing of like obviously it's only been a week since the subscription come out or a week and a bit. So I'm hoping that maybe a couple months down the line or a few weeks down the line they're gonna keep adding more stuff. And hopefully some of that will be Fox stuff. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. What um, was the film you said has a different opening? Was it Avengers? Avengers Assemble, yeah. Jokes. Might have to watch that tonight. Well, so let me get back to that question. Do you think um, do you think there's gonna be another Avengers film? So um sorry to repeat myself from when we didn't record, but I don't know if there are other team ups in the comics, as in like different names for them. But I would imagine yeah, no. that 
they would keep the model of do a few films, team up, a few films, team up. Whether they're called the Avengers or they're called something else, I don't know. But certainly me, if you're introducing Shang-Chi, the Eternals, um, uh, who else are they releasing? Um, God, I can't even remember off the top of my head. But, you know, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2. I don't want to just see their individual stories. I want other characters to be in it. I want to see how Shang-Chi teams up with Doctor Strange or, you know, whoever. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping they follow that model because surely there will be a big bad, whether that's Galactus or whoever, and they will need to all team up and, you know, um, fight them. And then obviously, I guess X-Men is a sort of team up film, whether they start production on those. Mm. I was just curious because I was looking at the, um, the phase four, like slate or whatever, and obviously in every phase so far, we've had an Avengers film, and obviously this one we don't have, or that we know of anyway, any sort of team-up film. I think they, I think they said they were, they're not having an Avengers film in this phase. Okay. Oh, okay. So I, I, I genuinely, like I said before, I think they'll, I think they'll attempt another Avengers-like film in like phase five, and if it doesn't work out, like if people don't are, are disinterested, they'll just carry on with what they're doing, like, like Doctor Strange and Scarlet, is it Scarlet Witch? Yeah, uh, yeah, the multiverse of madness. I, I think I think they do stuff like that, like little mini team ups, like two or three superheroes together, rather than a massive collective. Because although it was good, I feel like it. I'm not sure. If I, I'm not sure. I agree. You know, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like the team ups are their bag. But like, I think that's their like that's their like uh, centerpiece kind of thing. Like yeah. even now in my rewatch, like I was just in the phase one bit. I was just thinking like, when do I get to Avengers? Like so that's what I want to see. But also, if you notice from like a box office point of view, um, yeah. the the kind of non team up films are always financially less, you know, I'm not going to say profitable because the budgets obviously vary, but they don't make as much money as the team up films. So there are people, whether it's parents or just ca- you know the casual viewer, who will just just go to those team up films and probably afterwards ask tons of questions to people like us who are like, "Well, you should have fucking watched the film, shouldn't you?" But, um, yeah, so I think, you know, you'll get people that will go to the Infinity Wars and your end games and your Ultrons and all of that just because it's a big team-up film rather than committing to watching three Iron Men, three Thors, all of that beforehand. Um, but, I mean, talking of that um, alternative, o- alternate opening and ending for Avengers Assemble... Um, yeah. yeah um, so, so essentially, it's one long scene, but they've split it and put one bit at the beginning, one bit at the end. It's Maria Hill being interrogated after the attack on New York, and the bit that they use for the opening um, is sort of her. It sounds like you know a bit defeated. She's sort of like, "Yeah, we made mistakes here. Um, Fury's out of control. Blah blah blah." And then when you watch the ending, she sort of like turns it around and is like, but, you know, you underestimate us or it's the best mistake yeah. we've ever made sort of thing. Um, which I, I like actually... Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just basically... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought um, starting after it, you sort of... I, I don't know, because I haven't watched the whole film with those um, alternates, but you probably put yourself thinking, oh, maybe they won't... You know, if you hadn't ever seen it before, you might have thought, or well, maybe they didn't do well, or, you know, there's a bit of intrigue. Whereas 
I think the the kind of Thanos opening, which is how it starts, um, gives you just a bit of information about the Tesseract, and it's a bit exposition-y. I don't know. It was. I mean, I can see why they used it, but I liked the Marina one. I agree. I like I liked it quite a lot because they kind of make it seem like we don't know if the Avengers were a good thing in this film, like because it's like they show like all the destruction in New York and. Um, I think they show like Thor with blood on his hands and Hulk and Hulk and Hulk like, um, <laughs> Hulk. like and uh, and Hulk like bugging out and you're, and they're like obviously if you hadn't seen it before you'd think oh sh-. imagine if you went to go watch that and you never watched obviously you didn't watch any of the previous films like you're one of those people like we just said who just goes to watch the team ups you'd be thinking oh shit like this could be could be kind of kind of wild but then obviously you go through the rest of the film you find out they're they're the good guys but yeah, yeah I quite liked it. Does Netflix have any thing like that you know like extras i've never looked but i don't think so but... because i quite liked that because i actually spent some of today going through some of the extras in some of the films and there was like a 20 minute documentary with the casting director um and it goes through like how she you know right from iron man one to you know Endgame, how she's kind of cast people it's really interesting um of by like, actors who uh um uh, auditioned for other characters, didn't get it, and then later on appeared in the films. So there's an audition tape of Chadwick Boseman doing Drax, and um, the casting director goes, uh, you know, at the time she was like, oh, well, Chadwick was great, but he played um, Drax like a king, and that doesn't fit the Drax character. So then when Black Panther came around, I thought, well, he's, he's already kind of got that regal... Um, performance in him uh mm. so you know she cut she cast him for that chris pratt auditioned for thor um, oh didn't didn't tom, no tom hiddleston as well didn't they before yeah exactly yeah and, yeah yeah and um lupita nuongo um auditioned for uh nebula um so it's really interesting just to see you know Who's how they she's in black panther she plays um yes oh okay all right, all right so yeah it's just really interesting and and i quite like that sort of thing netflix um, does have it for some series like stranger things they had that little they had a, i think they had like a little series that had extra bits for stranger things but okay. i don't think they have an excessive amount like at least amazon prime do it quite well they have like a little bar at the bottom which has extra bits well, that benefited the football quite a bit as well but yeah, Disney are doing bits actually. To be fair, I hate Amazon Prime's user face, whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't it's like it's I don't. grim. I prefer it on my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. It's actually set up so much better on the phone. I find. Yeah. Mm. What do we think of Disney Plus? Kind of, you know, one week in, um, the way that they're slowly releasing the Mandalorian, the way that. I don't know, just the content that you found on it. Like, does it did it meet your expectations or? Um, I personally, um, I'm quite enjoying it. There's not loads of like really new stuff to watch. Obviously, I've already watched a bit of The Mandalorian, so that wasn't too much of a like, like a like a new thing for me. But I do like the fact that they're releasing it weekly. Obviously, it's not the same because in America and other places they've all got it out already. But I think part of 
um, the goodness, the, one of the weak points of Netflix is that, like, because they, re- they release all their original series at once, everyone watches it at, like, different times. So, like, when you want to chat, like, even doing this podcast, like, when you want to chat about it, you're like, oh, have you seen da-da-da-da? And you're like, no, I'm on episode four. And then it's hard to talk about it. Whereas, obviously, with something like this, with The Mandalorian, when it's released weekly, it's easier to, to chat about it with your friends kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I like that aspect of it. Um, I haven't gone through the whole catalogue, I'm not going to lie, but there is a lot of like stuff that's like... I think this, this app is quite nostalgia-based, and a lot of people were um, complaining on Twitter saying, oh, this app is, is shit, um, this is all old stuff. And I think, like, what were you expecting? Like, you're 30 yeah. years old, and you're thinking that, it's gonna, that a, Disney, a Disney app is going to bring out like loads of adult stuff. Like, <laughs> it's obviously going to be stuff from like the late 90s, early 2000s, that sort of thing. So I don't know what, what anyone expected, but me personally... Yeah, and also, it's all aimed at kids. You know, it's all family-friendly yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But Disney, will, I reckon Disney will eventually do like an adult section because they've already said talked about how they want more, like, I suppose eighteen plus stuff because they got to hit different markets, don't they? But then on the counter argument of it, they um haven't they removed loads of Simpson episodes and scenes and stuff? Apparently. I think one of the problems with The Simpsons is the aspect ratio. So some obviously like with something like The Simpsons, a lot of their gags are visual. And if the aspect ratio that Disney are showing it in is different from what it was originally made, then certain parts of the frame will be cut off. Oh, well, Um, people surely know this. Or surely they've got enough editors where they can go through every episode. I know there's 30 seasons, but... Come on, yeah. like, it's a multi-billion co- dollar company. And also, apparently there was a little bit of outrage with, uh, was it Lilo and Stitch or something? It was like, is it the mum? Or, unless someone just photoshopped it. I didn't actually see it when I was watching it, so maybe I need to rewatch it. But apparently the sister sits on a tumble dryer or something, but they changed yeah. it in the film to a pizza. Yeah, I think um, there, was, there was an episode where Lilo gets into the washing machine, which is... Um, quite dangerous for children. Um, I think it was more about imitable behaviour. Um, oh, I was thinking of something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Oh, you're nasty. But <laughs> they have removed certain episodes. Fucking of hell, I, was just, I think I just got what you think what you were going to say. Isn't Lilo uh, supposed to be like four? I don't know. But, uh, um, I, don't, I hate that film, so I don't know. <laughs> Oh, no. also... And it's a decent film, you know. Yeah. There was some controversy. I think there are certain episodes of like older animations um, and certain older films carry quite racist um, yeah, language or tones. I think there's there was a film called Song of the South, which I think was set in like slave times, and it was like not really condemning it. Um, and they haven't obviously put that on there for kind of obvious reasons but i mean yeah i think disney has maybe a checkered history in terms of its uh politics but but sort of certainly like modern day stuff i don't know i think i think if they don't start releasing kind of like new content then people might start unsubscribing because you know, yeah, it's nice having all of the old Disney classics and all of that, but a lot of people would have seen them before. I, I mean, me personally, I'm not that interested in the not the Hunchback of Notre Dame 4 and, you know, Aladdin 
five and all of the sequels that they've clearly churned out direct to DVD. Um, yeah. I don't sure, know. I thought, I thought there was a line. Oh, go on, go on, go on. I would say a lot of people have kids, though, who wouldn't have seen these, these classics, inverted commas. So it would yeah. put you in good stead in that, in that sense. Yeah. I, 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 I thought there was a Lion King three, but I'm I've, I've been debunked by the Disney Channel. Lion King one point five. Yeah, man, what the fuck? I didn't know that. <laughs> what is it? Just an extended Lion it's, King? It's, it, it's from it's like the first film, but in the eyes of Timon and Pumbaa, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did I say There's that also then? a TV series now as well. Yeah, I saw that. That used to be on when I was a kid. TV series. Yeah. I started watching that 80s Spider-Man. That was sick. <laughs> Wait, yeah, man. I, 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 I um, starred that for later. Because, you know, I, I was re- what was I watching? I think there's a series on Netflix about, like, different toys and different shows that they had in the 80s and stuff and how successful they were. And I think they were saying that for that Spider-Man show, they weren't meant to have all the extra characters they had in it because they didn't have the rights to them. But the writers just didn't give a shit and just put wrote them in, and then they just put them in. <laughs> so, so like every cameo you see is like pretty much not allowed according oh. to this show. Well, maybe that's why it only lasted one season. <laughs> but... Sixty-five episodes though, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. Not a lot of it interests me, if I'm being completely honest. No. Um, it's more, you know, I I did get it for the stuff that they promised. Um, which is looking unlikely in the medium term. But hey, ho, so, yeah. what um what what have you been watching? Like, should we talk about what you've been so, actually? So uh, yeah, I've watched three episodes of The Mandalorian. What do you think? It's fine. It's very fine. It's <laughs> it's it's um in some ways I like the shorter episode format. Because you know they're taking a bit longer with a story rather than like the later Star Wars films, which are feel are a bit rushed, um, or there's so much that you're sort of like, I don't know what's going on here. But I mean, the production values it looks pretty good. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know what happens in in the future episodes, but to me, why you would cast someone like Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian and then him have be in the suit the entire time makes no sense to me he doesn't speak that much either um so why does it matter then well because you know you might you could have just had any, anyone in that suit <laughs> to be honest you don't no, necessarily okay. need a name um but maybe he takes his helmet off you know because they're making a big point of that um that the Mandalorians don't take their helmets off baby yoda is cute i really like him um i know that's maybe not his real name um yeah i think it's fine it's Three episodes in, I'm not really that intrigued, but because it's only half an hour long, I, you know, I'm carrying on with it. Yeah, Chris, where did you get up to, Obes? I was gonna, oh, I was gonna ask Chris if he's watching. Oh, sorry, Chris. No, I'm waiting for my brother because he wants to watch it as well. So I thought might as well watch it at the same time. Yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah, so I haven't actually seen it yet. Um, I have watched three episodes. But I watched it before this come out, so I might watch them again just to refresh my memory. But um, I remember enjoying it. But I'm, I'm, 
a bit the same as you, Glenn. Maybe maybe a tad more enthusiastic because you had literally like, no <laughs> no enthusiasm in your voice at all. But um, <laughs> I rarely do. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I think there was a couple of really good fight scenes. Um, with I think they when they he was in like the Mandalorian like temple or whatever the fuck they is they call it. I don't. Know, is that episode three? <laughs> is that what? Sorry, he fights someone in episode three. He fights someone in episode three, right? There's a. Uh, I mean, I don't want to kind of spoil it for Chris. Oh, right, um, yeah. But there is a relatively large fight scene outside the tavern. Talk about it however you want. I don't mind. Talk about it however you want. Yeah. It's fine. But, be, but yeah, there are some cool action pieces is basically what I'm getting around to. Um, I don't think I, it looks um, televisual. That's, it doesn't yeah, look like a TV show. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a got a, definitely got a large budget behind it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, what's his face? Giancarlo Esposito's character. Because I know he's in it. So I'm looking forward to seeing okay. what he's going bring to the bring to the table. Um, right. But yeah, I'm I, I quite I'm quite enjoying it to be fair. Obviously, coming not coming from the biggest Star Wars fan there is, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Mm. Um, that aside, are there, go on. Are there any? So obviously, the the new things that they had on Disney Plus was the Mandalorian, um, that Jeff Goldblum National Geographic show, which is it's too bonkers for me. He's too strange. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't watch the whole episode. I cannot um, wait to watch that. I cannot wait. He's, the one I watched was about ice cream, and, and he's just like ice cream. Mmm. Yeah. Comes in loads of flavors. Mmm. What flavors do it? You know. It's just. I'm just like. Oh my god. I, I can't keep up with you. Um. So yes, I I didn't continue with that. But is there anything that is due to come on that is already complete and new that they can put on soon? Frozen two. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> think there's anything that's. I know High School Musical, the musical series, is one of the other uh, TV shows that they've got coming out. Mm. Well, apart from that, I'm actually not aware of anything else they've got. I don't really know. I feel like I uh, wasted £50. Pounds. I'm, I'm oh, a, a year. That's all right then. Yeah, but then next year when they actually release all the things I wanted to watch, then I'll be like, oh, I'm suckered in for another year, aren't I? Well, they get you. And then the second I pay for it, they'll be like, hey, you can get 95% off of O2. And I'll be like, oh, you could have fucking told me last week, couldn't you? (laughs) Bastards. But anyway. Um, Going back to your comment a a short while ago, Chris, about, or maybe it was over, about having more adult-oriented content. Don't they own Hulu now? So surely they could kind of... I don't know if they do own Hulu, do they? Oh. I think they do because Hulu's owned by Fox. So I think they own it by default. I, 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 didn't think, I didn't think Fox owned the whole of Hulu. Okay, maybe not. Uh, okay. Because I was, was going to say, that would be the perfect kind of antithesis of Disney Plus, right? You know, Hulu, you put Walking Dead, you put Family Guy, you put... Yeah, it, they do own all of it, I think, now. Deadpool. Oh, it says majority owned by Walt Disney, direct to consumer and international. So. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I definitely think that is something that's missing. Like, I'm, I don't mind watching the odd kind of family animation or whatever it is, but, you know, it's not going to keep me entertained. I'm often defaulting back to Netflix. So. 
I find like that there needs to be more on Netflix as well now though. Like I'm still like waiting for stuff. I think there's best stuff on Netflix right now. Quite yeah. Awesome. Maybe I've just been uh, to be honest. I've been so like honed in on computers at the moment that I just haven't spent maybe enough time on uh, the Disney and Netflix. Although, what what would date are we on? We're in April. So apparently, the next thing to come up on there, according to this site, the next thing to come up on there, thanks, um, is second uh, of no second of May no first thirtieth of April National Treasure according to this. Great. And is this today. Okay. No. Oh yes, good point. That might be US. Well, National it, Treasure yeah. Two's on there, but not National Treasure One. So. <laughs> Apparently, because mm. we got, I know Frank, Frank and Weenie is is on there, and they're saying it got released on the first of April, so they're definitely wrong. Well, oh. the site is. So. Is um, not, does Disney Plus not tell us? What is this rubbish? No, I don't think so. Not in the same way that Netflix hasn't. You know, they did, call it latest, which is annoying because it's not. It's upcoming, but. Um, did you say onwards? Onwards already on there. Yeah. Because it, this, according to this other site, it says Doctor Doolittle April the first. Then on the third of April, we get Onwards, Life on the Edge, new episode, Dolphin Reef, Driving with Dolphins, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, uh, Disney Fairy Tale Weddings, Shop Class, Disney Family Sundays, One Day at Disney, Be Our oh Chef. Oh my god! There's a load of shit that. That is, sounds boring as fuck. Shit. Wow. Uh, okay. But well. On to Netflix. I have been, me and Lauren have been smashing through a series called Ozark, which oh, is it getting good? Because I watched three episodes and I'm not really feeling it. Oh really? Yeah, I'm kind of bored. Uh, I think it's sick, but I don't know. For me, it combines like the best elements, and this is quite reductive comparison, but it's the best elements of Breaking Bad and House of Cards because it's about like Jason Bateman plays a guy called Martin Bird. He is a he launders money for a drug cartel, and in the first episode or two, his business partner they find is discovered to have been skimming money and gets killed. And then Martin has to launder and pay back five million dollars, no eight million dollars, within three months, or him and his family will get killed. Um, and so they relocate to the Ozarks where they try and kind of buy businesses to launder the money. I think it's really gripping. Um, I really like this, the actors. I think um, Jason Bateman, I think it's Laura Linney, um, they play the couple quite well. And to me, it's just obviously ludicrous, but there is a, a believability to them because... They're just like, it seems the way they act and it's the writing as well that they they really are just sort of treading water and being like, you know, every time there's a a, a problem, it's he's just like so exasperated and it, it's not the normal TV where, you know, some ridiculous way of solving the problem happens. It's like quite a well thought out solution and I don't know, I just really root for the characters even though they're kind of morally corrupt people um i really like them as a kind of tv family and uh i just find it really interesting but i guess if you're not hooked by 
three episodes. I don't know if if you would you would be. I'll probably watch it because you know we've got loads of time at the minute. But yeah, there I are don't know. some there are some oh shit moments in it. Okay. But I mean, I I I think it's really really good, and I've watched two. I mean, I'm on series three, and I only started watching it like a week or two ago. Fair and each episode's at least an hour long. <laughs> yeah, I think that watching it, yeah, the 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 color scale just makes me tired. <laughs> it's like proper, like tinted, like grayish, bluish kind of thing. Yeah, it's very heavy. Makes me feel upset. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is heavy. Uh, you know, we do sometimes like watch a Brooklyn Nine Nine afterwards, which coincidentally yeah. season six is out. Season really six, sick. I fucking watched it now. Yeah, you've watched no. it. Yeah, they took too long. I've already watched it via alternate means. <laughs> is, it, is it season seven like currently running now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so funny. I just can't believe like it's consistently funny. Is 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 this the season where they did a song? Like when the people are behind getting the mugshot, where the woman wants to pick out who her killer is or so uh, who killed someone. That was ages ago. Was yeah, it? That was a while ago. Uh, what season what? was that? In? Maybe. What the fuck? How do I This season's the one where Gina leaves again. Spoiler! Yeah, no. That episode was so boring, by the way, with all the movements. That was that was a really boring episode. But mm. what I've noticed, strangely, because they swear it's... a lot more. Well, I mean, NBC is the new network, right? For season six, anyway. And yeah, they blank out kind of ruder language than they usually say, which is to me quite strange it was sort of like the latest series of suits when they actually said the f word you're like oh okay there's a new network i find it strange that american tv pays no mind to violence whatsoever (laughs) but say the f word and you have some boundaries it's like the walking dead right they are bashing people's skulls in in very gory detail mm. no one has said the f word at all in that series how are what you in that? a zombie apocalypse is it, huh? is it 15 rated some of it's 18 okay but not at no point has anyone during this zombie apocalypse gone fuck what emails mate it's unrealistic keep it clean as they say yeah yeah don't mind all the gore, just don't say an F. Ridiculous. Can you imagine if a British TV show was like that? No, mate. No Yeah, chance. I know you'd hate it, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, I've been babbling on for a while. Someone else talk, please. Um, Chris, do you want to go? Um, I started watching Coco. How you, how you found it? Um, I got halfway through and decided this wasn't a film for me at the time I was watching it. Um, one, because I just really wasn't getting invested in it. And two, maybe because I was just tired. Um, but yeah. Uh, did you say the kid's a dick in it? He's a prick, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, prick. he's a massive knobhead. Did you just <laughs> say prat and prick? And then say yeah, prat. I probably didn't know which word I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time you've done that today. I don't even know what else I've watched. 
What about on Netflix or anything? Like what? what well, because I've been dedicating all my time to be to, to watching the the anime series Bleach, and it was sixteen seasons long. And oh, I only wow. just finished that. I only just finished that two days ago. So you finished all sixteen seasons. Yeah. It's fucking hell. All right. Well, tell us about Bleach. What is it? And well, I mean, obviously, don't drink it. But what else is? Um, it's about so. <clears throat> If I can remember the start of it. So basically, this girl um, just appears in this guy's life, um, and he, she basically says she's a soul reaper, and she there's like bad souls or people's souls get taken over by, uh, oh, what are they called? Oh, I can't remember what they what they're called. But basically, um, she comes in, she gets attacked, and then she lends her strength to this guy called. Ichigo, and then Ichigo becomes a substitute Soul Reaper, and basically they defeat all these monsters. And then the premise of like the first season, or maybe two seasons, it all mesh. Basically, between season one and like thirteen, there's like one big story, but you've oh, wow. got stories in between, and then like you've got the start and. So the start of the big story doesn't start till the end of like season one or two. I can't remember quite clearly which one, or maybe even season three actually. And then that comes to a con- t- comes to a, a kind of conclusion at the end of season fourteen or fifteen. Actually, it might be fifteen. So yeah, it's a pretty good series. It's just very long, and there's a lot of filler. Like they had a whole season of filler episodes. Wow, that's so they, I, can't, I can't watch stuff like that. So it, it, yeah, well, at that point I started to feel like I couldn't watch it. Like it was a good storyline, but because you knew it had no relevance, it kind of threw you off a little bit. Because like, mm. let's say I can't remember what season it was. Like, let's say season ten ended on this cliffhanger where the guy's just beating a big, a big bad, big bad guy, and they they haven't they need to go and find their friends and help them out. And all of a sudden, like the next season starts and they're all back at home and they're all just joking. And then they're starting a new storyline. And I was like, what the fuck have I just missed? I was like, did I fall asleep for an episode? Have I not Have I not brought all the seasons to like watch it all? Like, what, what have I missed here? And it was just like a whole season of that. And then it reverted at the end of the first episode of the next season. Changed slightly the end of the previous season. To then continue the story on. So I don't know if at this point they weren't sure if they were going to continue. Oh, because okay. Bleach is basically announced for their 20th anniversary or 10th anniversary. I can't remember which one it is. That they're going to re-bring out the series. But, like, not redo it, but continue it. Because there's a whole arc that they haven't done from the manga. And so, that arc is about... So, apparently, 16 seasons I've just watched is about, in the manga terms, it's about 350 chapters. And apparently the last arc is another 350 chapters. Oh, wow. So if, like a, huh? if if the main kind of arc was concluded at the end of season fifteen, what is season sixteen about then? So, so, spoiler for anyone who wants to watch Bleach, don't listen to this. But basically, at the end of season, I think it's I think it's did they have another filler season? It didn't really matter. But where they left off was basically Ichigo defeats the bad guy. He gets entrapped in something, but Ichigo had to give up all his powers in order to defeat the bad guy. So it's like a season of where all his friends who are like, he's got a few friends who have got a few different abilities. So they're the people who are looking after the town from all these like 
uh, hollows. That's what they're called, the monsters, hollows. So they look after the town and he's just going about his daily process and whatever. And then he bumps into this, this guy bumps into him and basically says, uh, come and join this club. I'm going to help you out. Not everyone's been telling you the truth. And basically it's him and how he gets powers back and he does it through, what's it called? It's just another way of getting his powers and the guy says, you've always got your powers, blah, blah, blah. And then basically ends where the season's kind of ending where the bad guy is insinuating that the all the others have been um, misleading him. That's because he was a substitute soul reaper and they gave him this device. And it basically this device has just been tracking him and looking, look, listening to his conversation the whole time. And he just and he just was like, well, I assume that was it. That was the case anyway. Um, but this guy, this guy was the previous substitute soul reaper, and he just got a big old bonus up, bonus bone to pick with him. Uh, and uh yeah and then basically it like comes to like that the other people have been working together to get him his powers back in the in the background and then at the end of it they give him his powers back basically and it just concludes nicely but yeah it's weird though i find it so weird that i suddenly started watching this series i couldn't be dealing with the turnover on like screens, like on the sites I go on, for every episode you move on, you have to do the checks again. So you have to like make sure you're not a robot. And like, oh, okay. Bits. It doesn't just automatically roll over. So that's why I bought the DVDs. I accidentally didn't buy all the ones that I thought I'd bought one to 16, but I actually don't only bought one to six. So I had to go and buy the others. I do find it so weird that after I've just finished watching it, they've announced that they're going to go and carry it on. Well, it's maybe you, maybe they got a load of money from your DVD purchases, and they were like, "We can now fund the next six Well, they definitely years. didn't get, they didn't, definitely didn't get it from me, but Computer Exchange definitely got it from me. <laughs> Fucking one pound fifty per DVD they charge with delivery. Oh right. Are they still delivering then? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. I'm definitely gonna make some purchases. Yeah, but it's one pound fifty per DVD, mate. What? Oh, wait, delivery is one fifty per DVD? Yeah. Oh, well, even, like, if you buy a load of items... Don't matter. Don't matter. What? One fifty a DVD. That is daylight robbery. Yeah. The only reason I bought it from there is because even with £1.50 de- uh, delivery, it was still cheaper than everywhere else. Jesus Christ. Oh. No. Do you... Um, yeah. do... Sorry, that was, a, that was a very... For any Bleach fans, if you are listening, that was a very bland description of the series it was very good just a lot of fillers do really hinder your like your 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 want to watch it do you know what i mean like your, that your seems watch- seems like a common trait in anime isn't it like well so, so usually in anime so the problem is that the anime catches up to the manga too quick or manga or however you pronounce it so then they have to kind of like double back themselves like do all these like filler episodes or preview uh, or like um past like looking into people's pasts or if they've got a spin-off manga they'll just do like a few episodes from that so that it uh, gives time for the manga to be drawn and re- published can so you imagine if have... game of thrones was like that well and he, he actually wrote the book yeah just like eight years of filler <laughs> and then, oh, like, everyone's just dawdling like hey what's this night king out here i don't know we're just waiting do you know what though if people still would people would have fucking waited. Yeah, I mean, if it kind of 
made a more satisfactory conclusion then definitely um but hey ho um do you guys think that films that were quite recently released in the cinema so your invisible man see birds of praise all of that jazz um and possibly ones that have been postponed but maybe the studio thinks they won't make that much money i can't think of any off the top of my head but say like hypothetically like fast nine or whatever they think oh we release it, it's not going to perform very well do you think they're going to come on to streaming services quite quickly um, like two two of those films you just named i'm pretty sure they've confirmed are going into streaming services so i'm pretty sure birds of prey already is and i think invisible man is but i'm not entirely sure but would they so, go yeah. on to like the warner brothers one uh i don't know because i don't i think that's i'm not sure when that's coming out or if it's out already or would it be on dc universe um i don't think well birds of prey might be on dc universe i know that um hbo i don't know who owns hbo but hbo's um their streaming service comes out next month so maybe it might be on there i don't really okay. know um but yeah i did def- i definitely heard that um birds of prey was coming out on um streaming so but what streaming i'm not sure i'm not entirely sure hbo is owned by warner brothers i think there we, there we go oh okay um did anyone watch that Spanish film I mentioned, The Platform? No, I forgot. Was it, was it good? Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's it's um, quite grim, but it's not a horror film. It's I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I would recommend you watch it. But essentially, a man volunteers to go into this vertical prison because he, well, he explains that the reason he wants to do it He's, he's given himself essentially a six months stint in there is he wants to quit smoking and he wants to you know for doing this he will also get a diploma some people in the prison are actual criminals and they have a sentence of whatever why, why if, would he get a diploma um, that was you know because he volunteered um, if he did six months in there they were like we'll give you a diploma um, and he was like yeah cool um, it, there's not really that much context of why he does it to be fair but um Essentially, there are two people per floor, and every month um, you get gassed and put on a different floor. Now, obviously, it starts at floor zero. The food is put on a central platform, and on that platform is enough food to feed everybody in the vertical prison. The platform, every few minutes, will descend a level. So it's kind of a bit, well, it's not even a bit, it's massive social commentary. I don't know the politics of Spain or anything like that, so I don't know how it relates. But essentially, it's those at the top consume everything, those at the bottom have nothing. So there's a bit of a kind of capitalist-socialist allegory. Um, The main character, I can't remember his name, he starts on like level... 40 something which you know his roommate says yeah that's a good level because there's still some food comes down and eat as much as you can drink as much as you can so that you know you don't go hungry and then there's this whole moral dilemma of well surely we should only eat what we need so that those below us can eat and then the counter argument is well next month you could be right at the bottom and you've not eaten for two months because you know that's the hand you've been dealt so when you have the chance, you should eat as much as you can. Um, how, how do they rotate? So it's, I mean, 
as an audience, we don't know why, how they're allocated floors, but it seems random. Um, so, like, the guy's roommate says, oh, yeah, well, I, I did spend some time on floor 170, but I was also on floor 21. So, you know, and and he's like, oh, how did you survive in floor 170? And he goes, I didn't have a roommate by the end of it. So, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's... I just found it a really interesting concept. Um, again, obviously, if you're a bit more clued up on, like, Spanish politics, then maybe you could read a lot more into it. Um, but even from just, like, a basic capitalist, communist, you know, work, um, classist kind of uh, societal reading of it, it's just really interesting. And also, I found it quite an in- engaging film because the main character, obviously, is put in certain positions that his morals are tested and and everything like that um it's only an hour and a half long um and even though it's in spanish like that didn't affect my enjoyment of it um i can imagine there'll probably be some shit american remakes of it in a couple of years but yeah i would definitely recommend it do you think you're um watching more foreign films now because of like parasite and that or you just watch that on a whim it's a tough one because i i probably watch no i I don't mind watching foreign films um i mean that probably comes from having kind of studied film but definitely parasite has kind of renewed my interest in foreign films um although i did start watching one called the wailing on uh, Netflix, which is a South Korean film, and I stopped about an hour in, but I will continue it. But yeah, I, I definitely think Parasite has given me a, a renewed lust for it. Huh? What What about you guys? Because I, I know you enjoyed Parasite. Um, to be fair, I haven't watched anything um, in a different language since then. I don't think I would like to. Um, but I'm to be fair, I was thinking I haven't really, I haven't really seen anything that I really want to watch. But I might watch that um, that f- platform film that you were just talking about. Yeah, uh, I think it's, really, it's really good. Yeah, that aside, I haven't really, I haven't really seen a lot of foreign stuff that I fancy. But I, to be fair, I haven't really been looking. So mm. I've noticed. Yeah, my, I've, my... I've, I've... Go on, Chris. No, no, you go, you go, go, go. I was just gonna say my Netflix keeps recommending foreign stuff to me now. All right. Well, I, I did try watching some... I don't know what language it was in, actually. It was some Angel-related one on Netflix. Um, basically, it was like each each area of everywhere has like uh, these angels who look after their, the people they've been allocated and essentially the, the, the premise of it. And there's this one new guy... I think he's either just been created or and um he's either been he's either been created and put there or he's just come from another district or whatever. And basically he's like, Why do we do the things we've been told to do? And he just basically tries to debunk it. And I did watch quite a lot of it, but it just got to a point where I was like, I really do need to concentrate on this to like understand where it's going and I, mm-hmm. I just wasn't put it on the back burner for a bit. Yeah, that's fair. 
I mean, if you watch the Sunderland documentary, that's pretty much in a foreign language. Sure, did you? I'll read the lads. Do you um, watch that though, the Sunderland Till I Die? Do you know what? I don't, but um, I do want to start watching more of these football documentaries. It's actually quite interesting. I watched series one, which is so funny because seri- like they're they're doing it basically in arrears. So the current so season two is about eighteen nineteen season. Yeah. Um. So season one was about the one before that. So that was following them. They just got relegated from the Premier League, and they were in the Championship. And I think Netflix were hoping, like the Amazon Man City one, that. Sunderland would get promoted and it would be like yay look we documented their promotion season they got fucking relegated it was so funny because all throughout the season everyone's like oh yeah we've got the best team in the championship man yeah 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 sorry for any Geordies or people from Sunderland listening um, but and then they get relegated it's so funny and then season two they're like yeah we got relegated we're hemorrhaging money <laughs> all the hope is gone so yeah it's, I think I it's interesting it's quite interesting because the um, the board members or whoever they show and some of the players are quite honest, um, mm. which is quite refreshing because you sort of see how, you know, you get an insight into how um, a football club might be run. I mean, Sunderland is a terrible example of a run football club. But like one of the first episodes of season two, there's a new owner and he's basically, he says, he goes, we need to get rid of Lee Catamole. <laughs> And I was just like, imagine you're Lee Catamar watching that. Because I don't think he left until, like, after that season. So he's What's probably he thinking... Sh- huh? Is he gone? I think he's at, like, Vitesse Arnhem or something, isn't he? Oh, right. Fair is he? Must, yeah, he must be on loan from Chelsea, but... <laughs> oh, is, wait, he's on that documentary? Oh, no, no, that would have been years ago. Is it Sunderland who absolutely battered Liverpool once, like, 4-1? Maybe, maybe more than that. 7-1? 7-0? Stoke. Middlesbrough beat Man City 8 1 a few seasons ago. Stoke, 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 Stoke. Glee Cutter oh, was there, wasn't No. <laughs> no? Who's Ryan it? Shawcross. Ryan Shawcross, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see why you got that confused. Um, but even like in the series one of Sunday Until I Die, like, they're quite. They're basically like saying how Jack Rodwell was just rinsing them of money because he's on 70k a week in the championship and doesn't play. And he won't go. Yeah, would you? Um, well, it depends, really. If you want to play football, then I would move elsewhere. But where though? Anyway, we'll get talking about football now. So it's. <laughs> well, I do miss it. I do miss it. Even though Arsenal were having a shit season, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. Mate, yeah. I actually can't wait. I kind of dread, but at the same time, I can't wait to see the Tottenham Hotspur documentary because it must be the biggest shit house. Like, oh, yeah. was it? Isn't it like the Champions League run? Pochettino getting fired, Marino getting hired, coronavirus. Oh, were they doing it for this season? It's this season. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that's funny. I think it, I, I think they started last year though. So oh. Might, oh, did they start last year when the Champions League final run? No, it might be just the start of this season actually. If 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 they filmed when you lost the Champions League final, I'll probably watch that episode about nine times. Mate, that was such a dead game. Yeah, I did, I couldn't watch it. I could not watch it because I was scared you know, that you might at, win. At any point, we, we could have beaten the, the supposed unbeatable Liverpool 
Like, that was the game because they were shit. But so yeah. were they. I might start watching Belarusian football because they're actually still playing. Isn't isn't there another country as well going? Was it like a begins with B? But Belarus, Belarus, Belarus. Yeah, Belarusian. I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, is that what um, you just said? Yeah. yeah, if you're from Belarus, you're Belarusian. Oh, I had but, no idea. Sorry. But you know the the Dynamo Minsk versus FC Minsk. I don't know. I don't know any other places in Belarus. I was so bored. I don't know any other places in Belarus. How many fucking cities in Belarus do you know, Obi? <laughs> Name me one other place in Belarus. I know, I know, I know a club, Marte Borisov. Aren't they? Aren't they? Fine, in fine, Belarus. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Leb, mate. The Alex Leb country. Um, can I tell you guys about some stuff I've been watching? Oh yeah, we're doing a film podcast. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so. There's this series on um, BBC iPlayer called Trigonometry. Um, don't ask me why I watched it. I just put it on because I saw it there. Um, but it's basically it's about this couple um, who are living somewhere in London, I think. And basically they invite a lodger into the house and she's a um, French retired... Um, what's it called? What's it called when synchronised swimming? I think she's a retired okay. synchronised swimmer, basically. Right. Um, yeah, and then invite, invite her to be a lodger and stuff. And um, basically, the show is about um, how the three of them um, blossom into having a polyamorous relationship. So, for those who don't know, polyam- polyamory, I think is how it's uh, is when there's three people and they're like they all everyone like loves each other kind of thing, and they're all they're like a thruple basically. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's not really normal. I love thruple. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, it's not normally my sort of thing that I would watch, but I did quite enjoy it. I think it was quite like sweet. Um, just watching these like um, this couple fall in love with this with this woman and her vice versa, and like halfway through, halfway through, or maybe like two episodes in, three episodes in, the couple decides to get married, and um, that kind of throws a spanner in the work, and um, it all like culminates up to their relationship building up. Then like the tension is still there because everyone's kind of like um everyone's kind of settling into this relationship but no one's calling it a relationship because like no one's kissed or anything like that but they're all like proper like acting as if they're a couple and nobody really takes any like notice of any notice of it until like the day before the wedding um where it all just kind of like blows up in everyone's face and then yeah they all get together and um some other shit happens which i won't say because i'll be rambling on but yeah it's a good series um if any of you guys want to watch it is it comedy or dramedy or what? Say again. What genre is it? Um, I would say it's a drama. There's a couple of jokes in there, but I would say it's mainly a mainly a drama. And you said it's a BBC show. Yeah, BBC. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I might give that a go because um, when we went down to visit um, Dan like last month before this all went off, um, I think there was a show on Netflix that uh, someone put on. It was about is it. Uh, there's people who just live out, who live away from everywhere else, and they just a guy, a man can have several wives. So I can't remember what that culture. Amish. Huh? Amish. Yeah, yeah. So we watched a show about that. I was, just, I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, it's mad. Like, <laughs> one guy, three or four wives, about ten hundred kids. I was just like, what is going on? It was quite interesting though to see like another way of like life, I guess. 
Yeah. And that, like, they had the same kind of, maybe not the same conflict, but like, they had like this point where this a new lady had joined the relationship. Obviously, it's not, it's not a relationship, is it? It's more they're having a relationship with the one guy, but yeah. she was getting a like, she wasn't sure she wanted to be part of it, and like he was gonna like give her a ring or something to say like, will you be part of it? And it was just like we didn't finish watching it, but it was just kind of interesting. So I could kind of see myself being interested in watching the one you just saw. Yeah, it's weird because like um, obviously we. Well, majority of people, I think, would look at it from the outside, looking in, thinking, oh, that's really weird. Like, three people in a couple, four people in a couple. You know, this guy's got three wives, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I would, I would bet my money that, you know, do- dozens of other cultures all around the world have this sort of, like, thing where a man or woman could have multiple wives or husbands. Like, obviously, some I would say is probably quite an old thing. So, like, my great-granddad, so like my dad's, yeah, my dad's granddad, he had 28 wives. What? Yeah, I know it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I remember when you told work that little fact. I remember when you told work that fact. But oh, yeah, your your great granddad had twenty eight wives. Yeah. Wow. But then I don't know if this is if they were all simultaneous. That's why I don't know. No dad. one's got enough time in their life to have twenty eight wives. <laughs> like whether whether sequentially or at the same time, like that is. That's ridiculous. How many <laughs> children did he have? I'm, I'm apparently bare. <laughs> can you can you start a whilst you've got downtime? Can you do like a genealogy thing? Just trace your family tree. Genealogy yeah. figure going to trace his tree. He's got to he's got to find it out himself. He's got to do one of those tree diagram things. That's what I mean. Like go on ancestry or something, and like oh, plot. Right. You know, Magnus's great grandfather or whatever. You know. To be fair, it's quite good if it's documented. I don't think it was, I don't think there'll be any records of my family that far back. I'm being gentle. being honest. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is insane. Yeah. I think my great granddad only had one wife. He was boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's jokes. That is jokes. Obes, you got to have 29. You know. I know. I've got to be him. <laughs> you literally have to. You have to marry and divorce quite quickly. Just get him a null. Where it's um, where bigamy isn't illegal. Yeah. Or you can just get married, divorced, married. You know. Oh, who's got Henry, the time and money for that, mate? Go on. Henry the Eighth. Right got money, man, and their hassle to get. If there's no like evident reason to divorce, it takes fucking time. Do you know something? Are you okay, Chris? Like no, I just I, I I know I know someone currently like going through one, so oh okay, their one's going really fast because yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm here for you, man. You know, if you're. Oh no, I'm fine. I'll just I'll just saying it just takes yeah. it, from the sound of it from like it, some people it's t- it takes ages to do it. It's just um yeah. I told my parents not to bother. <laughs> just to stay separated. <laughs> oh fuck it up. Yeah, but. Has anyone got anything on their kind of radar that they're going to watch, films or TV, or are you just sort of continuing with the series that you've got and when they're over, you'll find something else? I need I something. Hang on, Chris, go first. No, no, go, no, mine's not important. Go. I was going to say, I need something to go through because I just finished binging Snowfall, so I need something new now. Keep What's watching Ozark. I'm going to try, I'm going to try. What's Snowfall? 
Snowfall is um, so I suppose well, kind of similar to Ozark. Well, it's kind of it's drug based basically, and um, you know, so it's basically about the rise of crack in um, South Central LA in the nineteen eighties. Um, you know Rick Ross, yeah, yeah. So you know his whole like his name's not really Rick Ross. He stole his persona from someone else called Rick. I didn't know that. Okay, well that's the thing. His name's not. He was he. Obviously, he come up and when he was rapping, he was talking about being a gangster and blah 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 blah. But he actually was like a um, what's it called, a parole officer, and he actually took his story from one of his parolees, a guy called Free Free. So all that Maybach yeah. music is just BS. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's starring um, Damson Idris, who is a British actor. Hold on. What's going on here? Sorry, guys. Hold right. on. Um. Well, I, the, I haven't seen the recorder stop or start. It still says like, you're recording. Yeah. It does, but it now says, unless I just can't see the first bit, does it say a time of how long we've recorded for? No, I can, yeah, I can see how long the call's been on, but not how long it's been recording. Okay, because now it says, it, it had got up to about, it had got up to an hour, now it says 43 seconds. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, okay, cool. Sorry, I'll just carry on. Sorry. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, starring Damson Idris, um, who's a British actor, and his American accent is, pretty, is proper sick, you know. And oh, sure, I'm, I was going to segue, but I'll finish talking about the series and then I'll talk about the segue. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's just about his kind of like, um, he starts off as like, um, he sells weed and stuff, but he's like proper smart, but he doesn't go to college, and it's like him like finding um finding a connect for cocaine like uh, managing to sell that in his neighborhood because and he struggles to do that because cocaine's like a, a drug for rich people and he comes from like quite a, a low income area so he so he basically figures out he goes to oakland finds crack which is basically like a condensed version of cocaine um and he replicates it and makes it in uh, in la and basically their his like drug empire rises from there kind of thing um and I, I really i really like it to be fair i think it's really well acted um for anyone out there who watches power i feel like this could be like this could have been like a prequel to power and i think it would have been um would have been really good i think this is quite uh story driven in comparison to power because the power a lot of time is quite like um not goofy but like not that serious whereas i think this is quite a bit more serious and as the seasons go on you see the effect that this, how addictive this drug is and how it's affecting his community and stuff like that and obviously the rise of crackhead, pretty much. Um, and there's like this what? one... Oh, sorry, gone. I was going to say, what network is it on? Well, it's made by FX, but it's on BBC iPlayer. All three seasons are on BBC iPlayer right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, does not sound like a BBC show to me. No, it doesn't. Uh, um, it was co... I think it was written uh, or produced by John Singleton, who wrote Boys in the Hood. He's now dead, but... Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. So, but it's a good, it's a really good series. I'd recommend it to, to both of you. Yeah, sounds interesting. Um, Chris, what, what's segue, when... oh, yeah, on? I'll, I'll definitely watch that. I'll definitely be watching that. I reckon. Yeah. Give it a go and let me know what you think. Um, mm. Segway was. Do you think right? Because I think right. I think on on a general level, British actors are better actors than American actors. What do you guys think? Did you say British actors are better than American actors or British accents are better? What did you say? Actors. 
and actually, look at the subtitles, mate. Look at the subtitles. I don't have the <laughs> subtitles on anymore because they were just so wrong. Um, <laughs> so both. I think British people do better American accents than Americans do British accents. Yeah, 100%. that makes sense. Because the default American British accent is, oh, hello, yeah, 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 you know, whereas at least British people sound relatively convincing in American accents. I mean, maybe Americans would, diff, you know, feel the opposite, but hey-ho. Um, but in terms of are British people better actors than American people? I think, you know what, I meant that. No, I meant that, actually. I think we're better TV actors. Why do you think we're better TV actors? I think that like drama, like dramatic pieces, like that sort of, you know, like a dramatic TV show, like soaps, that sort of thing. I think English people are in their bag. Americans, a lot of time, like I watch a lot of American TV, a lot of time, them lot of, oh shit, I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. Um, but I think big films, obviously they got the big stars, you know, you have the Caprios and your Brad Pitts and all them lot. So um, it's a bit harder to compare. But I think, TV wise, on a lower on that lower level, I think we've got better set of actors. I think we chat possible. I think I think a lot of American TV is quite melodramatic, mm. which is why I don't really like it. That, like you know, a lot of that sort of stuff. Hence, like yeah. the teen the teen high school stuff that you love. Um, it's just too <laughs> melodramatic for me. But maybe that's why you like EastEnders and all that, you know. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's strange because actor if they make it in hollywood that is like a, a thing right you made it in hollywood whereas it's not the same for americans it's not like oh i i made it onto channel four you know it's there's no equivalent so a uh, kind of a value of a an act an appraisal of an, a british actor's worth is have they made it into hollywood mm. not you know there's no equivalent of americans that's fair. Um, so maybe the British actors we see are the creme de la creme because mm-hmm. of that. You know, you haven't seen Jesse Wallace, who plays Cat Slater in. Don't you dare! In... Don't you dare! <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> she peaked. Do she peaked in that scene with Zoe. What scene? That's iconic. You know the scene. Top ten. Duff, duff, duff. You're not my hey. mother. Oh, that, was, oh, that was sick, you know. Don't don't even slate cat, you know. Oi, she's got, cat slater. <laughs> she's, got act, she's got actress in range, and you don't even know, mate. You don't even know. The There's a reason people stay on those soaps for decades because when they leave, they try and do something different, realize their shit, and inevitably come back. To be honest, though. I think there are a few people on EastEnders, yeah, who I think it's a real shame that they haven't got to do anything else because I think they're actually really good actors. What, so, like, like Ian? I've lost everything! Ian. No, Ian! Ian's, I've lost Ian's, everything! No, don't do that. Ian's actually a really good actor. <laughs> Ian's a very good actor. <laughs> I've lost it all! Ian, um, Phil Mitchell, um, Stacey, all, I think, could have done other stuff. But obviously, they're so, like embedded in EastEnders now I think they've just that's just their thing so you did do them. something else she did um that, she did um that my girl I'll go yeah yeah that's it apparently she was really good in it yeah but I think she could have done other stuff but she fun Grant fact did other stuff. not not very well but Grant did other stuff 
Yeah. Oh, Ross Kemp. Yeah, he's, he's shooting up cartels, mate. But <laughs> what's that video where some guys like got a, a gun to him and he's like, Yeah, he's like, he's fucking shoot me then. Oh my god, it's mad. But fun <laughs> fact, my my aunt, Peter, Peter from there's done all right, isn't he? That's true. That's one of one of the, one of the many Peters, but yeah. he's done all right. Oh, good fun um, fact. Yeah, my aunt for one Christmas bought me Shane Ritchie's autobiography. How was it? I don't know. I never read it. I just binned it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, why would I, at the age of like fourteen, want Shane Ritchie's autobiography? <laughs> Alfie Moon talking about me. Yeah, Alfie Moon. But what the respect. fuck else has he done? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying no, that, Chris. It's no respect. Same auntie used to give me terrible Christmas presents every year. She once bought me the Encyclopedia of the Internet when I was 11. And I hadn't got a computer by that time. She's preparing you, man. You just don't, you just don't no, she just walks into a local charity shop, buzz whatever she sees first, and gives it to me. You're sounding mighty ungrateful right now, Glenn. It's the reason I don't talk to her. But, I don't know. When you first asked that question, Obes, did you have any particular examples in mind as to, like, British people being better than Americans or vice versa? Um, so I was thinking, like, your Idris Elbers, your, um, what's his face? Uh, even Dampton Idris, to be honest, I've seen him in, obviously, the TV show. I saw him in, um, I don't know if you remember me talking about a film called Farming, which came out last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really good in that as well. Um, now I put myself on the spot, I'm trying to think of other But you're that. saying that these people are better than Americans, like, so who are you evaluating them against? Just the other shit that I watch, you know, your Riverdales, your, your fucking, I don't know, Flashes, that sort of shit. So you're comparing Idris Elba to the guy who plays the Flash? Well, not well in a sort of sense, yeah. Well, not not necessarily Flash, but drama, dramas in it. Because obviously Idris Elba's in Luther. He's really good in Luther. Like if I compared it to, I'm trying to think of an example now. Fucking, literally can't think of anything. Uh, the amount of TV that I watch, but that's what <laughs> I, think. I think. I think their their performances as a whole, I think, are better. And I think they're better at um, conveying emotion. I think, like you say, I think Americans sometimes can be a bit um, over the top. I think we're a, yeah. a lot of the time. But yeah, I'm actually I think because you know I'm British. But... Yeah, I'm probably going to sound like a complete wanker as well, but it's probably because we've got like quite a, a theatre culture. So it's mm. probably like no yeah. element of of that like proper drama, like gravitas and that, where mm. you know, rather than. Oh my god, he's such a jerk in high school, you know. And the thing is, like, I feel like, well, you know, I'm probably completely generalising here, but I feel like the majority of um, uh, British actors like go to like Brit school and you know all those academies and stuff. Whereas I reckon not as not as big a percentage of American actors go to like professional schools for acting. But, really? You know, hmm. I think that's completely, that's a completely baseless opinion. I'm not basing it on any factor. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think also, interestingly, Australians, um, I think, like, the ones that migrate over are quite good. And they're very good at accents as well, it seems. Mm. You know, his accent is pretty simple. Chris Hemsworth started on Home and Away, didn't he? He did. Yeah. His, his English accent's good and his American accent's good. Mm. 
I love Thor yeah. 1, by the way. Putting that out there. Yeah, Thor 1 gets Mate, better on a I rewatch. I swear I've been saying this since day. I swear <laughs> I said about... No, I ain't having this. Bullshit. <laughs> it would still be probably in the bottom half of the Marvel films, though. Not me too. Me too. But I do really... I have a special place for it. I do really like it. I'm not going to lie. How far into your rewatch are you? I have watched uh, all of Phase 1 plus Captain Marvel and uh, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is garbage. Oh, my God. That might be my worst film, you know. I haven't watched four Dark Worlds again yet. But Iron Man 3 is fucking... Really, you I, not... I honestly don't think Dark World is actually that bad. No, nah, Dark World's trash. It's trash. <laughs> You're trash. I, I am trash, but Dark World I'm Absolutely. Why did you watch those particular films? If you watch Phase 1, then Iron Man. Well, Iron Man 3 is Phase 2, but why Captain Marvel? I'm going in uh, chronological order. So I watched Captain Marvel, Marvel second, but you know, I just added that one. Ah, uh, okay. Is yeah, The Incredible Hulk any good? Oh, no, it's not on there, is it? <laughs> Yeah, thankfully it's not on there, so I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but is is Iron Man three worse than Iron Man two? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. In my opinion, it is. I think because I really don't like Mickey Rourke as that whiplash. I think he's better than the, the fucking fire guy. <laughs> What's his name? Killian. I think he's better than Killian. Mbappe. Yes. Oh, man, Iron Man three is oh, so rubbish. So, it feels so like it's about three hours long. What's next up then? What's uh, Thor, Thor Dark World is next, which I'm going to watch after this. Okay. Not looking forward Fair. to it. Mm. But yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't watched I did... Iron Man 3. I haven't watched any films. Actually, Iron Man 2 is kind of cheeks as well. But I haven't watched any films where I thought, oh, I really rated this and now actually it's quite shit. They're all pretty, still, like, still at the similar level that I rated them beforehand. They hold their worth. See, I don't know, because, like, cause, so, for example, like, Iron Man, did you, wait, did you say you watched Iron Man 3? Yeah. So, like, I, it, is, it isn't great, and I'm pretty sure I've said this before, maybe I'm, maybe I'm contradicting my previous self, but I did kind of, like, I think either after what you guys said, or re-watching it, like, his, like, almost his mental state was kind of interesting to look at. But it still was a trash film. It was trash because the, the way they, uh, they did it, did us dirty with that villain. I don't even mind that. It's just, oh, I think the whole film just just drags on and on and on. <laughs> and like the, the PTSD stuff, I think is actually the best part of the film, but it's just surrounded by story. Yeah. And also, I find it like, I know he's bare smart and everything, but the fact he managed to like fix himself and uh, Pepper or Piper or Pippa, whatever her fucking name is, um, like at the end of the film, like oh yeah, it just seems so, redundant. So yeah, like with, so obviously he fixes his heart. I get, I imagine so the shrapnel's not you know coming towards doing it anymore. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching that. I was thinking, why the fuck didn't you do this three years ago? Maybe he didn't have the tech because every every Iron Man film is a different model of the. You know, suit and stuff. I think he needed the confidence to do it because I think in that film he got his confidence back. Right, okay. So I think I can't remember what happened in two, but he was just being very outlandish in number two, wasn't he? So he wasn't really worried about it. He was thinking, "I am Iron Man. Let's fix this." And then he had the first issue, didn't he, where he was getting he had to make the new the, the palladium or whatever it was, is burning. Yeah, so he had to make that. So that was that issue. And yeah. I think in this film, obviously, he was feeling down about himself and then he realised oh wait I'm a genius I can fix 
Pepper and myself kind of thing. So, I don't know. It does seem a bit stupid that he didn't, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's annoyed me. But yeah, that's crap. One thing that um, Disney Plus has allowed me to do is actually watch the original X-Men films. Um, I'd never seen X2 or X-Men The Last Stand before. X2 uh, sick. What, what happens I, I in X2? I, I kind of get X2 and X3 mixed up. The X2 is where Nightcrawler and um, thingy um, Charles Xavier's trapped in his own mind. And huh? the, Or is that X3? No. That's X2. That's X2. That's X2. Yeah, so... X2 is Nightcrawler's introduction, isn't it? And then isn't it one where um, where Xavier almost kills everybody? Yeah, because um, the president wants all the mutants to register. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. sick, man. I, I, thought, thought, I actually thought, I thought The Last Stand was better. Did you? Yeah. That's a controversial opinion, Ben. What, is Last Stand number three? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what, though? Like, I may, I may be, again, I may be backtracking, backtracking on what I've said in previous episodes. But thinking back on it, not ha- not having watched any of them recently, I think to myself, like, X-Men, the first three films, wasn't a bad series. It's a decent trilogy. Yeah. yeah. I think the first two are really good, and the third one's not great. Still... Why don't you think the third one was not great? Uh, I don't know. I just think it's a bit... Mm, yeah. I don't know. Do, I just don't do like... you know what? I think possibly it helps that I've seen Dark Phoenix because obviously it's pretty much the same storyline yeah, and I think they do it so much better in X-Men The Last Stand yeah. like the whole kind of um, Jean Grey two sides of her there are a lot of kind of visual, um, scenes that are similar as well um, like even the house and the kind of uh, neighbourhood they use for where Jean Grey's parents live it looks pretty similar to what it did in Dark Phoenix Um but Dark Phoenix was so shit that I think maybe <laughs> when I watched The Last Stand, I was like, actually, they did this story quite well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the graphics for, you know, what, almost 20 years ago now, are actually pretty decent. Like, especially in The Last Stand, where they move the Golden Gate Bridge across to Alcatraz Island. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I which one was Vin... Which one was Vinnie Jones in? Was that number three? That's number three, yeah. Yeah, he was terrible in that. I'm the juggernaut, <laughs> bitch! Yeah. <laughs> he was awful, but the rest of it, I was like, you know, it's alright. Um... <laughs> juggernaut, bitch. That was so shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think X-Men franchise as a whole is quite underrated. Obviously, the later films, the later couple films aren't good. I think up up until Days of Future Past or Logan even, I think it's a solid like um, portfolio. Yeah, I did get confused wait, though wait, because wait, which, one, which one did you say? Wait, so you just said the but I think up until Days of Future Past or Logan even. I, so wait, you are saying every film was good? I'm saying it's a solid set of films up up to Logan. Okay, so if they didn't have Apocalypse, it would have been fucking on point. Yeah, Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix is pretty bad as well. Are you including the Wolverine solo films in that? Like X-Men Origins and the Wolverine? 
Um, to, I think the Wolverine is pretty pretty bad actually, but X Men Origins I quite like. Is, is that it, the one so with Deadpool? X Men Origins, yeah, it's the one with Deadpool. So that was that was literally the only dead part of that film, really. I've not How seen that film either, so I might watch that one. And then the second one, it wasn't a bad film. It was just like I feel like, again the villain was a bit shit. Like, I didn't like the fact that Wolverine didn't have got lost his powers for a bit. That annoyed that annoyed me a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was bare stupid. That was bare yeah. stupid. Right. Sorry, again, spoiler. If you haven't seen it, that's all right. I don't mind. Um, yeah, it's it's decent, and considering that was you know those released when superhero films weren't really like well certainly when the first X Men film was released there weren't like tons of superhero films out like there are now, so it's quite interesting. Um, yeah, I think I I'm a bit confused now though because Scott Summers dies in the Last Stand, uh, but he's in the other ones. So maybe I need to rewatch Days of Future Past to try and get my head around how much retconning they've done. But yeah, to be fair, doesn't uh, Wolverine change the future? So then everyone's alive at the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Sh- yeah. Oh, does he, or does he just go back to a point prior to it all happening? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Dun, dun, dun. But also, there's a there's a character in I think it's X two who's called. Trask and he's a black guy in that film but in Days of Future Past he's played by Peter Dinklage yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he had a big transformation <laughs> oh yeah doesn't there's, there's also there, there's a guy who plays a really really old the, oh no was it I swear we've had a massive discussion about this before when we have I can't believe it wasn't yeah. it like the the guy who's t- is it Task or the guy who finds Wolverine on the boat? Who does Stryker, all the stuff Stryker. Stryker, yeah, like his the age he would be at. Oh, that was it. Cyclops' brother. Did you say this already? Have you t- no. Have you said so. Cyclops' brother, who is I think younger than him, is in the Days of Future Past. First class. First class. Mm. So uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the differentiation is, but the time doesn't really add up. To him being Scott, he would be his older brother or something. I can't remember what we decided. It's it's all so confused. It's mad. Yeah, it's just like because the way you've done it, the timelines don't add up, which is expected. And yeah, yeah. Well, if you think about it, Dark Phoenix would have happened about ten years before the Last Stand, even though it's the same character having the same experience. Experience, yeah. Who knows? They've royally but- butchered that timeline, but no one seems to care. <laughs> right, that's a yawn, Chris. I think it's time oh, that we sorry. wrap up. It's been quite a long one, considering there have been no cinematic releases for about three weeks. Let's hope that it's all recorded. <laughs> I actually don't know yeah. how this works. Like, where does it get saved? Uh, it'll probably save it to some random file on your phone. Bloody hope so. Yeah. Oh well. Well, yeah. Good chatting to you guys. Uh, I'll do the usual. You can follow us on Twitter at YC Podcast Seventeen, and we're on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud under Average Critics. But uh, yeah, well, we'll catch up in a couple of weeks when we've just watched TV. No, we might as well do it weekly, innit? <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, I may have watched like four more episodes of Ozark by then, but other than that, I don't know how much I'd have watched. 
busy man, busy, busy man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. See you Bye. later, guys. Speak to you later. Peace. Bye. Wash your hands. Wash your hands.